with the pointer finger We're just things from my point of view The things that we say, the trouble it makes It hurts you and it hurts me too This is such a fallen where we live in It's really not the way it's supposed to be What if we could see each other different? It'd probably change everything We're all broken people Don't we all need Jesus? Every moment of our lives 24, 3, 6, 5 Our human is equal Don't we all have our weakness? Everybody makes mistakes Everybody needs their grace Stuff we hide deep down inside There's so much that we don't show yeah, It's just the only world we live in It's really not the way it's supposed, to, way be. It's supposed to be yeah. Isn't that the beauty of redemption? redemption. It changes everything We're all broken Hello, everybody. It's your girl, Queen Jean, and that was We All Need Jesus by Danny Koki, um, featuring Corn Hawthorne. <sighs> I love that song. Um, I normally cut it off. I know in the beginning I don't usually play the whole song, um, but on this one, I wanted to let it ride. Um, I felt like everybody needed to hear that. Everybody needed that song. I needed that song. 
Um, oh, I love it. It touches me from my head to my toes because we all need Jesus. I mean, even in the times we're in, I mean, believe it or not, guys, he's on his way back and we need him. We need him now. We need him now that we ever needed him ever in our lives, ever in this time, ever in any generation. I feel like now we need him more than ever. Um, so I am going to get right into it. Uh, I'm going to be reading to you from um, a book called Come Follow Me, 365 Life-Changing Messages from Your Heavenly Father um, by Matt Kocheck. Um, this is September 30th entry. Um, it reads, My Precious Child, no bad day is strong enough to push Jesus away from your heart. He is your mighty Savior who fought death for you. No harsh word is bitter enough to keep Jesus from renewing your soul. He is your loving king who has spoken my truth over you so you will always know your worth in him. No army is strong enough to protect you from the, protect you the way Jesus protects your spirit because he is all powerful and everlasting. No sickness can drain your hope because Jesus restores you every hour of every day by his healing hands. The enemy wants you to feel unloved and unwanted, to live each day overwhelmed with a sadness born from fear. He distracts you with temporary burdens and lies about my character. But the truth is, nothing in the world, seen or unseen, can break the bond of love that Jesus holds you with. Nothing. When trouble comes, don't believe the lies that you are not as worthy as another, that you are not as close to me as another. And please don't listen when the enemy lies about how closely Jesus guards your life. Hard days don't last forever, but your holy Lord does. <laughs> Y'all ever heard that? Trouble don't last always. There it is. Um, even though the hours stretch far and your spirit thin, rest in Jesus. Even if your heart is persecuted by daily strife, put your hope in Jesus. Even when your spirit is hunger for attention. Know that Jesus is with you to lift your eyes to see his precious face and to satisfy you. If you ever feel that you are standing alone for my sake with the eyes of the world on you, understand that Jesus has already clothed you in righteousness. No danger or weapon can isolate you from Jesus. You are forever loved and protected. So don't fear because in Jesus you've already overcome the evil one. Whew, yes. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. That last part, Jesus, you are with. So don't fear because in Jesus, you've already overcome the evil one. So if you've already come to Jesus, you've already asked him into your life, you've repented of your sins and you are genuinely trying to turn your life over and live saved. He's not asking you to be perfect. We're still in our flesh. We're still in this world. We are born in sin. Um. That's the reason he went to the cross, so we can be forgiven. Um, of course, I mean, I'm sure you've heard, you don't just repeatedly make the same mistakes over and over. You do your best to learn from them. We're going to make mistakes. I just feel like the mistakes we make, we will do a little more learning from because they'll hit home. You know, you don't easily do the things you used to do because you go, like, oh, Lord, I'm sorry. Please forgive me. I, I shouldn't have did that. Old habits die hard. You know what I mean? They do. That's why you need to talk to God every day. You need to repent every day. You need to pray every day. 
all day, 24-7, constantly reach out to him. He's always listening. He's always there. Um, and that's the purpose. So you can reach out, so you can talk to him, so he can be there for you. Um, one of the first verses um, that it mentions with this reading is Matthew 28, 20. Um, I am going to read that for you really quick. Matthew chapter 28, verse 20 states, um, this is in red, so this is God talking. It says, teach these new disciples to obey all the commands I have given you and be sure of this. I am with you always, even to the end of the age. Teach the new disciples to obey all the commands. He has his prophets out there. He has his disciples out there. You just have to continue to share his words, share his love, share his commandments. Um, share the fact that he died on the cross for our sins so that we can be forgiven and rise again. Heaven is our goal. Heaven is our our reward. And we can't forget that promise. And not only not forget the promise, but to share that promise with everybody. You know, I am always, even to the end of time, I am with you always, even in the end of time. Always with us. Even when he comes back, even when the end of time comes. Um, fellow Christians, you're going to have to, you know, there are some people that are going to be a little weaker in their faith. You know what I mean? That may panic um, when he comes because it is going to be big and glorious. But a lot of people are going to be afraid and not understand. But you have to stand strong. You have to be firm because God's got you, and he's just coming for his people, and we just need to be ready to go home. Um, probably not the best thing to say. I've been through a lot through my life, and I love my kids, and I pray every day that his will be done, but oof, I am ready for the day when God comes home. I am ready to just bask in his love, his glory, welcome thy good and faithful servant. Um, that's why I am trying every, any and everything in my power because I feel like I am alive on purpose. We are still alive here on purpose. Um, so we need to find and serve our purpose as long as he is given breath in our lungs because today was not promised, but he gave it to me anyway. Thank you, Jesus. Um, let's see. I just read Mark 28, 20 or Matthew 28, 20. Um, I also wanted to read, there's a, um, in the Bible that I have, which is the New Living Translation, and there's a verse that it puts in a little side note that goes with it, and so I'm going to read it. It's Luke chapter 24, verses 36 through 29. So give me a moment. 24, verses 36 through 49. Starting at 36. All right, one more time. Luke chapter 24, 36 through 49. And just as they were telling about it, Jesus himself was suddenly standing there among them. Peace be with you, he said. But the whole group startled and frightened, thinking they were stealing, seeing a ghost. Why are you frightened? He asked, why are your hearts filled with doubt? Look at my hands. Look at my feet. You can see that it's really me. Touch me. Make sure that I am not a ghost. 
because the ghosts don't have bodies. And as you see that, I do. As he spoke, he showed them his hands and his feet. Still they stood there in disbelief, filled with joy and wonder. And he asked them, do you have anything here to eat? They gave him a piece of boiled fish and he ate it as they watched. Then he said, when I was with you before, I told you that everything written about me in the law of Moses and the prophets and in the Psalms must be fulfilled. Then he opened their minds to understand the scripture, and he said, Yes, it was written long ago that the Messiah would suffer and die and rise from the dead on the third day. It was also written that his message would be proclaimed in the authority of his name to all the nations, beginning in Jerusalem. There is forgiveness of sin for all who repent. You are witness of all these things. And now I will send the Holy Spirit just as my father promised. But stay here in the city until the Holy Spirit comes and fills you with power from heaven. That really set me ablaze. I'm going to be honest because I was like, Holy Spirit comes and fills you with power. Like, you you hear it all the time. You know, you have the power of the Holy Spirit. But to see this in red see this from God's mouth tell his disciples you've witnessed this you've seen this you are my witness to the change on this land to the change in your lives you are sinners doomed to hell I came to save you all I ask is you repent and tell the next person about it I mean I'm took me a long time I'm 34 years old to use my voice even if it is behind this microphone and this computer these electronics I'm doing my best to use what I feel like God has given me and that's the only thing he asked of us I mean it's he went to the cross he died for us for his prophets and his disciples to continue to preach his love his grace his mercy to let people know you no longer have to live in fear you no longer have to live in sin you can repent you can be forgiven of your sins and the power from heaven of the holy spirit will fill you oh i don't know about you but that is powerful to me that is amazing that i walk around with the holy spirit's power in my body every day the same power that god woke up with when he come from that grave and that is something to be shared. That is something to be celebrated. That is something to be put out into the world each and every day. Because we all need Jesus. No matter who you are, no matter what walk of life, no matter where you come from, we all need Jesus. And I feel like God put people in your path and in your life for a reason, for a purpose. Even if it's a stranger that you pass for two seconds on the street, show love, be kind. One thing I heard was that you have to constantly be kind. You have to constantly show your light of Jesus, not just for your sake, but for his sake and for the people around you. Because in this world of darkness, you may be the only light they see. But at the same time, you may be the only light they need. It doesn't take much of a spark to light a candle. And once that candle's burning, it's burning. And I feel like once God lights that candle in you, it may go dim, it may get low. And it may burn slow, but it will not go out. So 
Turn up your little oil lamp, set that fire ablaze, and set a few other people on fire. Set them up to shine their light. You know, smiles, I've always believed, are contagious. I always smile at people, honestly, because in the beginning I thought it was awkward. And it's the only thing I knew to do was to smile when people stared at you. Um, but I learned throughout my life that smiles are contagious. Some people can have the grumpiest look on their face, but when they walk away from me, it's usually with a smile. And I am happy and proud and appreciative of that because, Errol, we all need Jesus. That's my little light of Jesus I would like to spread throughout the world is my smile. Anything that I can do to show that God is real, God is love, and he is here, and he is watching, and he is with you, that is an amazing amazing accomplishment in your day because that's all he wants is for you to spread his love you to let people know you know fruit of the spirit one of the fruit of the spirit is love the number one main fruit of the spirit is love show some love just a little kindness in this world and it will go a long way we all need it we all need it um so i'm rambling on let me get to the next verse Next verse is Romans 8.30. Um, this also goes with my reading. Uh, what did I say? Romans 30 states, Can anything ever separate us from Christ's love? Does it mean he no longer loves us if we have trouble or calamity or are persecuted or hungry or destitute, or in danger, or threatened with death. Can anything ever separate us from Christ's love? The answer is no. No, 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 no. Once you've repent genuinely and accepted him into your life, he is in there forever. You are his forever. Your spot in heaven is still signed and delivered. But your work is not done. Faith without work is dead. So you have your faith you have them in your heart, you have that fire, now it's time to set the next person ablaze. Because like I said, no matter what happens, no matter what anybody says, God's love is with you and they cannot take that away. That is invaluable and I feel like that is something that we need to pass along. We honestly need to pass along that no matter how troubled you are, no matter what kind of bind you in, no matter how far off the path you think you walk in, you got in, how bad you think it is. If you're thinking God's looking down on me like, I don't know this man, be gone. No, he's waiting with open arms, ready for you to come to him. He's not going to make you, he's not going to pull you, he's not going to force you. You have to come. And that's all I'm asking is he's asking is to come to him. Come to him. Genuinely repent of your sins. Um, look to him every day on a daily, not just repent. Okay, back to my life. No, every morning. Thank him for waking you up every night. Thank him for laying you down. Thank him for every blessing in between. I thank him for me and my family and everything in between, all of it. Because it wasn't promised to me. Things could always be worse. And not only that. He has brought me a long way. He has seen me through ups and downs, thick and thin. I mean, 
I'm still a work in progress. I'm still struggling. But at the same time, I know with God on my side and keeping my faith, I am going to get through it all. I am going to get through it all. Because nothing can separate you from Jesus. Absolutely nothing. No weapon formed against you shall prosper because of Jesus. Now, a verse um, that my Bible says goes with that Roman 8.30 is John chapter 20, 19 through 23. Let's take a look at that one. John chapter 20, verses 19 through 23. Um, uh, this little paragraph is uh, titled, Jesus Appears to His Disciples. The Sunday evening, the disciples were meeting behind locked doors because they were afraid of Jewish leaders. Suddenly, Jesus was standing there among them. Peace be with you, he said. As he spoke, he showed the moons in his hand and his side. They were filled with joy. They saw the Lord. Again, he said, peace be with you. As the Father has sent me, so I am sending you. And then he breathed on them and said, receive the Holy Spirit. If you forgive anyone's sins, they are forgiven. If you not forgive them, they are not forgiven. Um, there it is. He said, hold on, wait, give me a minute. Holy Spirit's coming, you know what I mean? I done die, I done come back, I'm here. All I need y'all to do is go out and spread this word. Here's the power of the Holy Spirit. You are out here helping people long as they come to the saving knowledge of Jesus Christ. They're in his hands forever. And it says, if you forgive them, they are forgiven. It is wiped away. He didn't say the thieves, the killers, the adulterers. No, all the sins, everything, whoever, wherever. Long as they repent, no matter who you are, we all need Jesus. From the beggar to the rich man, um, from the preacher to the prisoner, from the woman to the man, old, young, and everything in between. We need him. We need him in our lives. We need him in our hearts. And we need more of our fellow Christian people to spread our God's love. Um, another verse that goes with that is Matthew twenty-eight sixteen through 20, um, which I believe blends in because I read earlier Matthew twenty-eight twenty. But now I'm going to go back a little bit because um, I feel like it gives a little more. Um, and this little section is called the Great Commission. Um, the 11 disciples left for Galilee, going to the mountain where Jesus had told them to go. When they saw him, they worshipped him, but some of them doubted. Jesus came and told his disciples, I have been given all authority in heaven and on earth. Therefore, go and make disciples of all the nations. Baptize them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Teach these new disciples to obey all the commands I have given you. And to be sure of this, I am with you always, even in the end of age. That's the Great Commission. I mean, because he's saying, I've done the work for you. I've done the work for you. And he has. He's done the work for you. So once you... Give it all to him. Give it all to Christ. Put your life into his word, into his work. He will come to you. He will lead you where you need to go. All you got to do is obey. Go where he tells you to go. Um, that is my struggle now. 
because I feel like I hear him talking to me. He has spoken to me a few times. And sometimes I wonder if I did the right thing, if I went in the right direction, if his will was done. Um, And so every day I pray that. I pray that his will be done in my life, that he will lead me where I go, that um, I will open my heart to him and just leap, take that leap of faith and just go wherever he wants me to. Um, Don't doubt it. You know what I mean? Picture the nose in his hands and the scars on his side and know that he did that for me. So I most definitely can do this for him. I can spread his love. I can spread his peace. All I got to do is testify what he's done for me. He woke me up this morning. He gave me two beautiful girls. My mother's still here. You know what I mean? I lost a lot of people along the way. So I've become, I have learned to appreciate. I mean, I've always appreciated my family and life and the time we get together. But 2020, I think we can all relate, man. That really humbled a lot of people. A lot of people needed it. A lot of people needed to be knocked down off their pedestals and realize that a lot of these idols that they worship, a lot of these people that they worship and they bow to and they praise and they obsess over, not only is not worthy, not saying that they're not great, loving, awesome people, but they are not worthy. Jesus is worthy. He's the reason you are here. He's the reason you woke up this morning. He is the reason you are able to enjoy these Athletes, singers, songwriters, and artists do their thing. Praise them. Give them their props on their art and their gift that they're spreading among God. But at the same time, don't forget about your gift. Don't forget about your job. Don't forget about your duty to God. He needs your wor- He needs your worship. He needs your praise. And not only that, he needs his people. He needs you to spread it to more people. He needs you to get that next person saved because... I'm that type of person. I believe I want everybody in heaven. I know we're not all going to go. I know that. But that doesn't mean we give up the fight. That doesn't mean we stop trying. And again, we are alive on purpose. Find your purpose and fulfill your purpose. Um, because we all need Jesus. We all need Jesus. I am going to go ahead and end it here. Um, send out a little prayer um, to Heavenly Father, our first I want to say thank you, Lord. Thank you for the day that wasn't promised to me. Thank you for sending your son on the cross to die for me and my sins, Lord. I thank you for for all of that, Lord. I thank you for doing the work, Lord, and for allowing us to worship and witness in your name, Lord. And I just pray you continue to spread across this nation and this universe, Lord, and just touch each and every one of us, Lord. I pray that you lift up all of your prophets, all of your disciples, Lord. Touch their heart. Be with them. Give them strength through these hard times. You know, turn up that oil lamp. Let that fire light blaze, Lord. We want to light this world on fire with your name, with your son, and let them know that you are God and God all by yourself. No one comes to the Father but through you, Lord, and I thank you. I want to thank you for moving. I want to thank you for the fire you're about to set ablaze, Lord. I want to thank you for all the lives you're fixing to save. I want to thank you for all the people, families who are going to be able to go to heaven and see their families, see their members, Lord. I want to thank you for all your guardian angels that you sent down here to help us, to guide us, to lead us, Lord. And I thank you for all your prophets and disciples that are on this earth, Lord, that continues to shine and show their gift, their magic, the wonder that you are, God. 
I thank you. I thank you each and every day for all the blessings, all the grace, all the love, all the mercy, Lord. And I just ask you to continue to bestow that grace, that grace, that love, and that mercy on us, Lord. I continue that you, I ask that you just continue to move, continue to work, continue to help us spread your word, Lord. Continue to help us look to you to give everything to you and to be able to focus and channel our energy to where that you can speak to us and through us so that we may equip and help people become closer to the saving knowledge of Jesus Christ, Lord. I ask that you just continue to give me strength, continue to be with my family, continue to bless them, and continue to everyone that is listening to this podcast right now, Lord. Touch them, be with them, lift them up, take them through the rest of their days, Lord. Let their light shine. Let their light touch someone that is in need of this. Because someone out there needs it and you know who they are, Lord. I'm just asking you to pass that light on and give me the strength to do so. All these things I ask your son, precious holy name, I want to thank you, Lord. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Jesus. And y'all have a blessed and wonderful day. In your son's name, amen. Amen, amen, amen.